five movies this morning. Your co-host Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to episode 48 of The Spin Chagrin. The category last week was a movie involving animals playing sports. So, Frank, what did you come up with for animals playing some sort of sport? Well, there's only a minute amount of sport playing um, in this movie, but I think it's what you were trying to force me into watching anyway, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm trying to maintain some kind of kayfabe here, Frank. I'm trying. I'm trying to like protect the integrity of the chagrin. Um, but yes, yeah, I was trying to force you into watching one movie. Yeah, you were trying to force me into watching Air Buddies, I assume, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the movie that I chose. Mm-hmm. But let me say this: yeah. there ain't much sport playing in Air Buddies. No. So no, kind of, kind of defeated the whole um, whole purpose. I would have been better off watching MVP or Airbud or <coughs> or MVP two, right? Didn't we watch MVP two? I thought it was just MVP or MXP. No, we watched most vertical primate. Most vertical primate. Okay. Oh, it's, MXP it's, is the sequel, right? I, I don't know. There's two MVP movies. One in which one he plays hockey, and in the other he plays basketball. So yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, not it's he, MXP is the, yeah the MXP is the spader most extreme primate. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the one where he's the skateboarder, whichever mm-hmm. one that is. Okay. Um, so yeah, so Did you watch anything when else I first, besides Air Buddies? Well, I started to watch something before Air Buddies because here's the trick with Air Buddies is that for some reason that's the one Buddies movie that has been pulled off of Disney Plus for some reason. So Air Buddies is not on Disney Plus anymore, so I had to pay to watch this fucking movie. So my first thought was... He lied in every word. My first thought was, fuck this goddamn manipulation. I'm just going to watch another movie about Mm -hmm. an animal playing sports. Yeah. And I started it, and it might be one of the most lame movies that I ever watched in my life. Um, like I couldn't finish watching it. I, I fell asleep twice in the first ten minutes and I wasn't even tired. Um, so I started watching this movie Gus that stars um uh Don Knotts or yeah, not Don Don Knotts, Don Knotts. Um as the coach of a football team, um the Adams or something like that that exists in Kayfabe in the world of the actual NFL. So they're playing against like the Packers and the Jets and the Colts and they're terrible and like they lose every game and um there's this Spanish horse who can like kick a ball really far mm-hmm. um so they get him signed on as their new place kicker and he can kick like like an 80 yard field goal without error um so it's it's really kind of like was ripped off in um what was that movie I watched Ed or whatever the one with the oh yeah the, the yeah Matt LeBlanc yeah yeah um but man it was bad so I just stopped yeah. so I saw I saw Gus as a kid I'm sure you I saw it. a lot of the I don't know I don't remember like I remember like seeing the movie but it's like I don't remember anything about it that much but um but the, I saw a lot of those type of movies like that were Disney like when I was a kid yeah I mean I I don't know. I had to watch that some of that shit too but i never saw gus 
I was watching like the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a promo from Amazon this week where it was like scan this QR code and get seven dollars towards your next rental. Um, so I just ended up fucking renting AirBuddies and watching it. Uh huh. Oh. <clears throat> so well, that's like three dollars towards your next rental. Still, probably two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's was three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I don't know if your whole seven dollars is consumed in the rental. I just know that I didn't have to actually pay anything. To I don't. Watch I don't believe. I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Everybody's is the the origin story of the buddies. Um. Ah, this fucking movie. All right. So it starts out with a recap of Airbud and his universe and how Airbud became the the talk of a fern field by being like able to play basketball and soccer and baseball and football and how he just excelled at like every sport that he played and then bud met a or buddy is his actual name um buddy met a a woman that moved in across the street and he fell in love with her and they had puppies and the puppies are the buddies and so they introduce you um introduce you to the the buddies um and so they give brief descriptions of everybody like here's butterball he's the big one you know he loves to eat here's you know buddha he's real calm and practices like yoga and stuff and then this is b-dog the b-ball and home doggy who the kids say all is about the bling bling so right from the beginning b-dog is cast as this asshole like piece of shit which he (laughs) continues to be for the rest of time and you know it's like um mud mud bud likes what is it he likes likes a mud puddle better than he likes like treats and Uh rosebud is the the girl of the bunch but she's just as feisty as her brothers so the buddies all live with bud in their house and molly who is buddy's paramour she lives across the street um so she got buddy knocked her up and she had a child or she had these five children and then buddy took the five children to live with him um and molly just like lives by herself so the buddy's universe is pretty progressive, I guess, in that sense, and like redefining what a nuclear family is. Hmm. So the premise is that um, the buddies are starting to get a little older and the parent of the kid that owns Bud, um, parents, which include, uh, what's his name from Home Improvement? Um, oh, Richard Karn. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, they... Uh, they decide that, you know, maybe it's time to start thinking about, like, 
letting the buddies get adopted by other families because they don't know if they can take care of all these dogs. And, you know, Air Bud, he's cool with that. You know, he's like, ah, oh, they got to go out on their own sometime. And mind you, these are like six-month-old children. So um, really just a very uh, very progressive stance towards child-rearing in the Buddies universe. So the kid doesn't want the Buddies to go. And the parents are like, well, you know, I mean, I guess maybe if they can behave themselves, they're always getting into mischief, those Buddies. So the kid has to go to a basketball game and he wants to take the buddies with him. The, the, the kid, the kid and his best friend, who's the child of the people that own Molly, they go to a basketball game. So they take Bud, because I guess he's playing basketball, though they never say that. And they take Molly with them and they leave the children at home. But they get a babysitter uh, for the children who's mrs doubtfire except she's not like a man dressed in women's clothing like doing a bad british accent she's a woman dressed in mrs doubtfire's clothing doing a bad british accent okay and her name is mrs niggles and she prefers to be called a nanny so at first i thought like oh this is gonna be one of those things like where mrs niggles is like a corella deville type where she's trying to steal the buddies for some reason but she's actually just a really nice lady that likes to make pies and kind of believes in like order and discipline um but not in like a mean way just in like a hey like you know you got to behave yourself so she's brought a blueberry pie over and she makes the buddies get a bath and then she makes them take a nap but then they wake up like they don't ever go to sleep so they're like peeping over this railing down at mrs niggles and mrs niggles is falling asleep and they see that she's got balls of yarn in her um uh, her basket because she's like crocheting or knitting or something. I don't know the difference between those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all look like uh, sports equipment. Like one looks like a basketball, one looks like a soccer ball, one looks like a volleyball. Um, and purposefully like this, like different colors of yarn, like woven together in a ball to look like a piece of, you know, like athletic equipment, which doesn't make any sense. So Butterball's like, yeah, what we're going to do is when she falls asleep, we're going to go down there and play with all those balls, and then we're going to eat that pie. And so they go down, and, like, she's asleep, and they start, like, rummaging through her balls, and um, they end up, like, jumping all over the place and tying her up, like, messing up all the yarn. And so she's, like, tied to the chair, but she's still asleep. So then Butterball, of course, gets into the pie, but it causes this huge mess and the pie gets all over the floor and they eat it and mrs mrs niggles wakes up and then she falls over backwards like oh my god um and then richard karn comes home and like whoa, 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 like falls into um the pile of yarn and then he's all tied up in the yarn mm-hmm. and they're like yeah these buddies gotta go so this is like the breaking point for the buddies being able to stay in their home with it's their too, family too many buddies it is it's too many buddies so what they decide to do is they're going to have a um audition for who gets to take the buddies like who gets to be their new owners so all the kids at school have to turn in applications detailing why they would be the ideal owner for the buddies um so they have to go through this like vetting process where they go through these applications and then they go like spy on these people in real life to see who 
uh, who's worthy of like taking the buddies. And of course, the kids are like, ah, oh, none of these people are good enough for the buddies. Like, we should just keep them. But they're like, the parents are like, shut the fuck up. Like, we can't <laughs> keep these buddies anymore. Like, you got to get rid of them. So they have their list set up of like, these are who we're going to give them to. And they're like, well, so they're at dinner and it's the two kids, um, Airbud, Molly, and then the four parents, like the two couples. And they're like, well, when should we do it? And Richard Kahn's like, shit, let's just do it tomorrow. Like, there's no reason to delay. We'll just send them out. So Butterball is listening. He's like, oh, shit. So he goes back and he's like, look, they're saying that we got to go tomorrow and we're going to get separated. And he's like, you know what we need to do? We need to run away. Mm. And Rosebud is like, what purpose does it serve for us to run away? And Butterball's like, well, I mean, we'll be homeless, but at least we'll be homeless together. And then everybody's like, yeah, that's a great idea. So they have this plan that they're going to escape. So the next morning, like before anybody wakes up in the house, um, they uh, run out and flee the buddy's house um, and go off like whatever on their own. So side story, there's this rich man with this bratty son named Bartleby. The kid's name is Bartleby. Hmm. Um, and there's this eye patch wearing like animal pirate. I don't remember his name. Um, but he says he's got this tiger in a cage and he's like, Oh, this is the perfect pet for your son. Nobody else has a tiger. You can have a tiger and the tiger's beautiful. And the tiger's like, obviously like angry and feral and it's like <laughs> howling or whatever a cat, like a giant cat does. Mm-hmm. growling maybe screeching something and the kid's like i don't want this tiger and the father's like well what do you want he says i want air bud and the animal pirate is like um you realize that air bud is like a unique animal that can play all the sports and i can't just go like get you an air bud and the father says well can't you just go kidnap the real air bud i'll give you five hundred thousand mm. dollars and the guy's like sold i'll get you an air bud mm. Um, so then this is the Cruella DeVille style plot that I was expecting from the beginning where it's set up that um, they're going to, he's going to go capture Bud. So do you so, think um, Nanny Nichols was a red herring or just, just, just uh... no, I don't know. I just think she was meant to be funny or whatever. Okay. I also firmly believe that, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Robert Vince is just shamelessly stealing from any single possible source he can oh, yeah. in order to populate the Bud universe with things that children will not have seen enough to understand and parents will just accept um, because whatever, like it makes it easier for them to sit there and have to like suffer through this shit with their kids. Sure. Um, and they really don't have the buddies formula down yet, but we'll get to that. So, it also turns out that, uh, so I, I patch pirate, he's got a guy that works for him. That's kind of like, uh, like a pudgy, <coughs> I can't even think of a good analogy for this. He's kind of like, um, Dr. Livingston or something, I guess, uh, whatever that is like a 
an African like safari something or other guide. Um, so mm-hmm. he wears like, but he's not wearing like safari clothes. He's just wearing like a t-shirt with like a button-up shirt unbuttoned on top of it, and then like tan pants, which I guess is supposed to make you remind you of like a safari. Mm. Um. So. Then Eyepatch Pirate has a nephew who's an idiot, uh, who he's like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Why don't you take this idiot with you to help you catch Airbud? Because um, he's got nothing better to do. So in this, this situation where there's $500,000 at stake for Airbud, um, Eyepatch Pirate is going to turn it over to this mildly incompetent... Uh, I don't know, Safari Man and an idiot, um, which mm-hmm. you might expect doesn't turn out well um, in terms of the success of the the kidnapping. So they go and they start staking out the Bud house. And um, Safari Man is like, you know what? Even though this is like the most money I'll ever earn in my life and super important, I'm just going to go to sleep and idiot, you watch the house and let me know if anything happens. So molly was having like a quickie over in bud's house and so she like leaves out the um the bedroom window um, uh-huh. and the idiot's like oh there goes air bud and he wakes the guy up and of course she's gone and he's like what are you talking about i don't see her and he falls back asleep then air bud comes out and he's like oh there's air bud um and then air bud like goes back inside and he's like oh like what do you keep waking me up for there's i don't see anybody here um so then the next morning when the buddies go to escape oh so you get the origin story of butterball farting by the way because apparently he's just fat and anytime (laughs) he puts pressure on his stomach he farts and so when they're pulling him up because he's too fat to jump up on the chair to jump up on the table to jump out the window to run away Mm -hmm. they have to they have to pull him up so when they they're like oh don't pull his paw and when they pull his fall, of course, like he farts. Mm. And they illustrate this by this green smoke, like expelling from his rectum. Um, and all the buddies are disgusted. But then, does that always, does that carry through to the other movies? The green smoke. Uh, sometimes it's there. Sometimes, sometimes it's okay. One time it was like black smoke. I think in um, <laughs> Spooky Buddies, and it ended up being like black smoke that came out. So it mm. must have been a very very potent flatulence in Spooky Buddies. <laughs> So anyway, so the buddies run away and then Airbud gets up and he's like, oh shit, the buddies are gone. And he wakes Molly up and she's like, oh shit, the buddies are gone. So this is when the two doofuses in the van, they see him and they're like, oh, here's our plan. What we're going to do. Oh, and then, and then the, the idiot nephew is like, hey, you know, there was like five other like puppies that I saw. And they're like, oh, that must be their kids. Like, here's what we'll do. We'll kidnap their kids. This is what Safari Man is saying. We'll kidnap their kids and use them as bait. And then when Airbud shows up, we're going to steal Airbud and that's how we'll get them. Hmm. And the nephew is like, well, if we're just going to take the puppies, that's five little Airbuds. Don't you think that's worth more probably than like one grown Airbud? And he's like, no, you idiot. We were paid to get Airbud. But of course, in the end, like, it would have been a better right anyway. So they easily, so they kidnap the buddies by 
luring Butterball. So they don't know anything. They don't even know the buddies exist, mind you. Right. But somehow they're set up with a donut on a fishing pole so they can lure Butterball um, into a trap, which obviously works because Butterball can't help but eat um, carbs and sugar at any given opportunity. Mm-hmm. So they kidnap Butterball, and then in short order, they've kidnapped all the buddies because the buddies can't leave well enough alone. Um, so they got to go try and rescue Butterball, but they all fail and they're all kidnapped so they take them to a park and they put them under a net and the buddies are all barking like save us save us and mind you every animal in this universe can talk and they imply that if humans listen they can hear them talk but in no point in any buddies movie can any human ever communicate verbally with a buddy where the buddy can answer back so that's a pretty bad premise too which Mm -hmm. i guess they abandoned after this movie Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Airbud and Molly come and they see their kids like, oh, so the doofus and the safari man, they climb up in a tree because um, they're going to wait for Airbud to show up so they can kidnap him. Um, and safari man's got a big net. So they come up to this field where the buds, the buddies are like all trapped. And Molly says, um, this is definitely a trap for us. And Airbud's like, yeah, cover my back. So then he like darts out and like, freeze them from this net and then they run away and then safari man throws a net over Airbud, and then jumps out of the tree so this man who's pretty hefty jumps like 12 feet down and lands like firmly on his feet like spider-man or some shit without any kind of like breaking his ankles so again like no kayfabe in this movie whatsoever Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So, they end up kidnapping Molly and Airbud, and they take him back to the rich man and Bartleby, and they're, like, all ecstatic. And then the nephew's like, yeah, and they had, like, five puppies that we could have, like, taken, too. And the rich man's like, what the fuck? Like, you could have gotten five brand-new Golden Retriever puppies that are Airbud's children? And instead, this is what you bring me? Like, why didn't you bring me the puppies? And he was like, well, the puppies were bait. And he's like, you idiot. Like, those puppies would be worth more than air, bud. You need to go get them. So then they all get sent back out to go capture the buddies. But in the meantime, the buddies are trying to find a way to go save their parents. So they're still run away from home at this point. So they find out that... um, I don't remember how they find this out. But somehow they get the information that the guy that kidnapped Airbud is wealthy and lives in wine country. So they start going to wine country. Um, but then the bad guys are after him again. So they end up on a farm. Or I'm sorry. The bad guys end up going to a drive-in theater for some reason, um, just to pass the time, you know, before they go find the buddies. Okay. Sorry. I need to drink some water. to. Get to I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a, there's a lot going on here. So they're watching 101 Dalmatians on a drive-in theater, of course. Sure. And the buddies are there, and the buddies are in the projection room. The projectionist is asleep. Um, so the buddies are jumping back and forth in front of the um, the projector. So the doofus is like, oh, my God, there's giant dogs, like, attacking Cruella Duville in this movie. And the safari man is like, oh, my God, you're right. And then he's like, wait a minute. That's probably the buddies. We got to go get them. 
So they run and they chase the buddies, but then the buddies run into a group of bikers who are having a picnic um, outside of uh, the drive-in theater. And the bikers are like, oh, we love dogs. Like, dogs are the best. We're going to protect you from all harm. Mm -hmm. And the two idiots come out and they knock over all the bikes. So it's like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm. Um, And the bikers are like, are you chasing these buddies to do them harm? And they're like, "Uh, no. And they're like, yeah, we think you are. So then they beat up the guys and the buddies escape again. So then the buddies make it to this farm. And on the farm, there's a goat and a pig. And I don't remember their names, but they got names. Wolf. And wolf, they're. Wolf. Uh, there's. Uh, hold on. No. Oh, no. There's, there, there's the wolf. The goat, the, yeah, B- Billy is the goat, of course. What's the pig's name? Belinda. Belinda. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So the bikers tie up the two bad guys to the screen um, and the crowd like pelts them with food and shit. Then the next next morning they escape and they go to this farm and the bad guys chase them there. But then they lure them into the stable where the goat locks them in and they escape through a little hole. And so the bad guys are stuck inside the stable. So then they're in the forest, the buddies, and there's this wolf. Um, who leads them like through the forest to the wine country. Um, and then um, Sniffles or Snuggles or Sniffer, um, who's the deputy's dog, who I think is different in later movies. I know the, the, the sheriff is definitely different, but Deputy Sniffer... Because um, they're both dead, yeah, after this movie. Yeah. It's our last movie. Yeah. He gets sprayed by a skunk, which lets him smell again, so he's able to track the buddies. So now everybody um, is out. The buddies' kids, their owner kids, and Sniffer are like on their trail too. So everybody's like on this like mad adventure through the woods to wine country of all places. Um, ah, Jesus, this fucking movie. Anyway. What ends up happening is they end up getting to the guy's house and he's got all these like casks of wine. And at that point, Airbud and Molly have escaped and Butterball falls into a cask of wine and he gets drunk. Um so that's the thing, is this like six month old child is now drunk. Mm-hmm. Um and then Airbud and Molly get away, but they kidnap the buddies, and then they put the buddies into Bartleby's limo. Um, but then the two kids and Buddy and Molly come, and they get them out of the limo, and then there's a bunch of casks of wine, and they roll down and knock out um, the bad guys, uh, Bartleby's dad, and um, eye patch pirate um and then the old man sheriff arrives and arrests him well he arrests uh eye patch pirate idiot and safari man mm-hmm. um and then the buddies are like you know we're sorry for causing all this trouble we should have just listened in the first place we'll go ahead with our new owners and butterball's like you know i'm gonna stay with this asshole kid um, whose dad tried to pay for me to be kidnapped because I think he needs a friend. Hmm. Um, 
but the kid is played by a different kid, I think, in the later Buddies movies, because I don't think it's the same kid. Um, and he's not really an asshole anymore after that. So mm. it was kind of weird to see him in this light. Because right. when I first saw it, I thought, isn't that like Butterball's owner's name is Bartleby? But I couldn't remember exactly, but I was right. Uh-huh. Um, so got that, the puppies... He's got that deep Buddies knowledge. I know, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm basically an expert in this universe now. Hell yeah. Yeah. At least the small portion of it that is the buddies. Um, so the buddies are all farmed out to their new families and they end up like being happy with them. Um, and then the movie ends with all the buddies separately um, like howling at the moon to show that even though they're separated, they're still part of a family. So mm. that is the exciting uh, genesis of the buddies universe. And honestly, is by far the worst, but you know, dr- dr- space, that, that is dreadful. It's dreadful. It sounds really bad, Frank. Well, it's, Space it's Buddies. Def- yeah? Space Buddies is worse, yeah. Really? Space Buddies is really bad, yeah. It's much worse than that. Look, I swear to God that B-Dog B- is the B-Ballin' hip-hop something or other that all the kids say loves the bling-bling. Like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst like i had to listen to that line like i had to rewind like four times and listen to it over and over because i kept laughing so hard that um <laughs> i couldn't remember what it was and so i finally had to just like listen to it enough where it wasn't funny anymore and i could just write it down because it was just horrifying there um it's so, really bad it's so so there's there's a note on wikipedia that talks about how b-dog can play basketball and Butterball can play football and rosebud soccer and etc. Does any of that come to play? No, no, no. That happens in later buddies mm. movies and actually is never explained. So all of them okay. I guess it's sort of explained it's sort of hinted at here. Um, because when they want to go to the basketball game with the kid, um and and Airbud and whatever, mm-hmm. um, they all bring out their own little balls and each of them has a ball that's representative of the thing that they're i guess good at Mm. but then there's no real like mention of it or i don't know yeah it's it's i I assume that the universe you're just meant to um you're meant to assume that the buddies all have like the same uh, superhuman sports skills that um, Airbud has. Mm-hmm. Uh, their mother does not, as far as I've ever seen, demonstrate any of these skills. She's just kind of like a decent person and tries to be a good mother, even though she's farming her children out to <laughs> like go live with other people. And well, I mean, she's obviously that's why it's like all separated among the buddies, like in terms of the skills, because she watered it all down. Like the father is like the the be all end all that can do everything, and the children just all get one skill each because because the, the mother watered it down. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because Airbud is definitely capable of doing anything, right? Um, and they're very they're very keen to tell you that in the opening segment of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. that Airbud is like by far the superlative dog on the earth sure i didn't think you'd go into him as much detail as you did about like all that if, if that wasn't like talked about in the movie yeah so yeah. well i mean i 
you know, very, very, very clear. Probably like it's a kind of generational like conceit in some way. Like, <clears throat> that's not that I don't know. I enjoyed listening to Space Buddies much more. Th this sounded like a convoluted mess to some degree, and it didn't even sound like the buddies were in it that much. Uh, 50%. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of Airbud, there's a lot of um, bad guys being doofuses. There's a lot of um, the backstory or the side plot with like Snipper getting his scent back and helping the two kids like find the buddies. Um, yeah, besides yeah, treasure, just... besides treasure buddies, it sounds like this had the least amount of buddies in it. It sounds like they worked the buddies into the story of the other ones much more. Yeah, the buddies are definitely the central characters in every other buddy movie. Mm -hmm. um, whereas in this one, they're um, co-stars, I would say. But it's really just like introducing the buddies. Sure. But then they don't really do a good job of that. Because I feel like their personalities are much more um, a central focus in later buddies movies. Mm -hmm. uh, except for B-Dog, who they paint as a poser and a coward like very early on. Um I mean, B-Dog is probably the main character of the Buddies movies. Um, right. And he's just a piece of shit <laughs> for the most part. Oh, B-Dog. Um, I'm going to miss B-Dog at some point. Word, he says. <laughs> Word. So uh, this movie is notable, though. Um, the sheriff was played by Patrick Cranshaw, who's best known probably to most people as like the old guy in old school. Um, and but but has a pretty like a uh, long career, um, uh, of movies and um television series that that he's in, um, kind of a straight laced character actor comedian, um, and Don Knotts, uh, it was also his final film as the voice of Sniffer, uh, Tim Conway, as with other movies we talked about, takes over that role at some point. So like this is. This movie just kills like two people with really long careers, including Don, uh, one of them being Don Knotts. Like this is Don Knotts' last thing that he does in his life. He's not. It's not a really recognizable Don Knotts voice because I must have missed that part because I had no idea. Yeah. Um. That's that's just a shame. I mean, I I think I probably. Are you Don Knotts fan? You like Don Knotts? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I mean, I know the shtick can get old after a while, but I always liked Don Knotts growing up. He was a big I like fan. I like Don Knotts and um uh Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why like my favorite Don Knotts movie is The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, and that's largely because he's kind of playing that same like character, I think, from Scooby Doo probably. Like just live action. Um I always used to watch that like all the time when I was growing up. Um, all right, so what's the what's the super run score on this thing? This one's a seven. Yeah. This is this is I I don't know, man. Space Buddies is so bad. Now, if you remember correctly, Space Buddies and Spooky Buddies were in the same episode, so I don't think you ever actually gave maybe a Shugrin score to Space Buddies because I think Spooky Buddies was the was the actual movie. So, um. I wonder what score I gave um, Spooky Buddies. I don't know. 
if I was posting it on Instagram each week, we could look it up. I know if you were doing your job. Back when we first started this thing, you had all kinds of promises about what your part was going to be in this. But I mean, you do like host the Zoom call and post everything online, so I can't really complain. <laughs> um, yeah. You're supposed to be the you're supposed to be the social media hype man here. You know, I mean, it's like it's a fool's errand. Like, there's there's always the. I mean, hey, if you, you want to put out the money, there's there's people that contact us like fucking every two weeks. So it'd be like, hey, like there was just somebody on Instagram like a few weeks ago. It was like, he, like you know, hey, like you know, whatever. Can you do whatever I had button I had to hit so I can send you a private message? And then I like was like, sure. And it was like. I do advertising, like, in blah, blah. We get those emails and shit all the time. Like, I mean, we could pay somebody to, like, you know, like, get us, like, higher in the algorithm if you want. Like, How much does it cost? I don't know. I just, that's, like, okay, so it's, like, we're thinking about, like, because Walmart's just dreadful, right? And, like, one of the reasons we have to go to Walmart all the time is because of the, because the water's so bad, we get those big water jugs. Um, And... Like, we just haven't switched over to having delivered yet because it's like nobody gives the price online. You got to, like, actually talk to them because they want to, you know, whatever. Like, you know, um, so you can't actually find, like, a real price from any company. You got to actually talk to the people. And who wants to, like, do that? Like, you got to work yourself up to that and build yourself up. It would be the same thing with something like this. It's like you got to actually, like, I don't know, have a conversation with somebody um, and then, like, have them, like, try to, like, fucking sell you bullshit for 30 minutes till you realize like they want way too much money for what they're offering so something like that i mean but hey like i mean you that sounds like a that sounds like a perfect job for frankie fingers like i mean to talk to like some kind of sleazy social media consultant salesperson you run you can run circles around work yeah i see (laughs) little sympathy for the devil now i got a i got a lot of things on my plate you know <laughs> what what youtube video you watch <laughs> i don't know if we need to talk about that um, i'm watching i'm watching a guy <laughs> i'm I'm watching a video of a guy go to different thrift stores in Japan and buy bootleg toys <laughs> with no sound. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, 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 I saw that. Look, this wasn't bullshit, people. It's like I saw the remote like just come up just enough to know that like Frank was watching something. I knew it was fucking YouTube. Like, well, I can't oh. watch something I have to actually pay attention. Sure, to. that's how I knew it was YouTube. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, so I, I got to multitask. I got to always be doing more than one thing at once, but that thing does not involve talking to some sleazy influencer consultant or whatever. Right. So let's just go ahead and and deal with this real quick. Um, I'm excited to get to food chat tonight. I know that's, that's what we're doing. Underground menaces. Oh, okay. 
So episode 49 will the category will be underground menaces. So that means episode 50 will be abnormal superheroes. <laughs> um yeah, that's a good way to finish out the finish yep. out the chagrin. <clears throat> yes. Yes indeed. Um <clears throat> so ab- uh, underground menaces next week. All right, so here's here's the category I want to talk to you about tonight, Frank, on Food Chat. Okay. Too. Um, pizza. Okay. Um, I got lots of questions. So, first, though, I want to know, like, what's your not perfect, but like, what's your standard pie? Like, what 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 do you want? Like, out of out of pizza, just like every yeah. day. I mean, if you were only going to let me have one pizza for the rest of my life, I would do like a grandma pizza, I guess, okay. um, with the fresh mozzarella and the fresh basil and the slightly tangy um, pizza sauce on like the thinner crust. Like that's probably if I had to like choose one kind of pizza to eat, it would be that pizza because, um, you know, it's it's. I like the interplay of the basil and the mozzarella and you can put some fresh like crushed red pepper flakes on top of it to give it some little bit of heat. Mm. Um, you know, it's good. It's good. It's good pizza. Um, but that would be, that'd be like the standard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's if I, so is that standard tried, or super standard? Hmm. I don't know. That's a hard question to answer. So I tried to give, I tried to eat pizza a couple weeks ago. And I ate one piece, and if I felt like shit upon eating the one piece, and I realized I cannot eat pizza anymore. So I think that like all of these are going to be past tense, like you know, greatest hits <laughs> conversation, as opposed to you know what I'm what I'm doing on a regular basis. Okay, um, that's fine. I'm a really big fan of pineapple, but not with ham. Um, I like pineapple with hot sausage and jalapenos on it. Hmm. I think that is an amazing pizza combination. And um, with like a nice, like, not thin crust, but like not a thick, I'm not a big fan of like thick, meaty crusts. Like, I don't like a whole lot of like substance to my crust. I want it to be enough that you can like hold on to it, but not enough where it's like, you're holding, I don't know, like a baton in your hand when you're done, like eating the the crux of the pizza, right? So, so are you? You're not deep dish like guy, like deep dish is not pizza. Let's like establish that first of all. Deep dish is a fucking casserole. You're you're just going hard on it, right? What? Okay, yeah, it's true. I mean, like people that say that they love deep dish pizza, that's fine. What you love is pizza casserole. You don't love pizza. Like pizza is not d- deep dish and fuck fuck chicago and their goddamn this is the best pizza on the earth no you have pizza casserole you don't have pizza so just stop and pizza is not even pizza pizza anyway like i don't know there's nothing traditional really to the pizza we eat it's just traditional to america so okay i mean Um, like what i really prefer is the mediterranean like flatbreads um which i think is more traditional to like that area of like Italy and Greece and stuff where it's like the, the flatbread with just like sometimes like just like olive oil and stuff brushed on it with like ingredients, like almost like a, 
like a tart i get not a tart that's not at all the right word i'm looking for but it's like not not like slathered with sauce and like coated with like a gallon of cheese and you know it's it's Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. restrained and you can put like vegetables on it and you actually taste the vegetables so sure but yeah like so hot italian sausage jalapenos and um pineapple is delicious Uh uh-huh um roasted red peppers Uh and sweet italian sausage can be pretty delicious like that's a good combination um pizza hut actually for a while had a roasted red pepper and then their sausage was like perfect with it and you could get a spicy like marinara yeah um and that was really good sounds good i'm also a fan of like trash pizza like i love little caesar's pizza even though it's fucking disgusting okay so that's one of the categories let's get into it so little caesar's okay so go ahead I mean, it's trash, right? And, like, it's so bad for you. And it's basically... I love a Little Caesars. Right. Because it's just so, like... Well, this is also past tense, I guess, because I can't eat pizza out anywhere. So, um, but I used to love Little Caesars, yeah. Little Caesars has lost some of its charm, I guess. from, like, like, 1989? Oh, yeah. Well, remember, we were getting Little Caesars for a little while. We would order the um, the $5 mediums. Do you remember this? Mm Mm-hmm. I from Little Caesars when it was in Elkton and they would deliver them to us and it yep. was like you could get a five a medium pizza with one topping for five dollars right or two maybe it was five dollars and then for like two, two for two dollars more you could get two toppings yeah, yeah, or something anyway like that. yeah because they used to do I would get cheddar cheese and ground beef and that shit was fucking delicious like a cheeseburger pizza mm-hmm. so goddamn good like that's yeah. that's a really good combination. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I think, places... I think the squares during the early days, of Little Caesars, like the Pizza Pizza, like when it was square, was like the best uh, Little Caesars. It still is. No, nah, it's. Uh, I mean, you can get a square, but yeah, like if but you actually just standard. like order a pizza, now the standard is round. But... Right. The hot and ready's are, are round. Mm-hmm. Um. The best thing about Little Caesars, honestly, anymore is the um crazy bread. Like crazy bread has not changed in taste in 30 fucking years and it's delicious and i know this is pizza talk but as an no, it's a, pizza, i agree if if you really want to be disgusting and and the cheap ass marinara sauce that came with it that they oh my god it's so good. amazing yeah. yeah yeah it's really delicious it's one of the better like yeah marinara dipping sauces out of all these like frou-frou places to try and give you some shit i would say so thing, i might actually miss the crazy bread more than i might miss the pizza like yeah it's really good I could probably for a do little, the crazy bread now if I wanted to. But. For a little while, like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, Little Caesars had a pretzel crust pizza that was amazing. Hmm, really? Yeah, so it was like the outer crust area was like a soft pretzel with pizza in the middle, and it was fucking delicious. Quick side question. Combos, cracker or pretzel? Uh, it depends what's inside it. Cheddar cheese. That's a pretzel. Okay. So you, but you, uh, my favorite combo is pizzeria, and that's in a cracker. That is in a cracker. Yes. Okay. I'm just, I mean, I'm just gauging, like you know, because it's like I, I just want to see like where your preference, your pretzel preference, like lies. So okay. yeah, yeah. I prefer a cracker. I like so. I, 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 I like pretzels, but I for a combo, I prefer a cracker. Yeah. Because it doesn't like make you feel like your gums are gonna bleed as much. Like when you eat too many of those pretzels, and let's be honest, like it's fucking like disgusting fat fucks. 
like when you get a bag of combos you're eating that bag of combos like there ain't no like i'm gonna like eat like three combos and then come sure. back later I like mean, you I, might convince I, I yourself <laughs> yes yeah you you you, you take the I can't eat combos like, anymore either, but it's like, a, yes, back then I, I would eat all the combos, yeah. yes. yes. This is why I don't buy snacks, because right. I know myself well enough to know that I'm just a fucking, like, I don't know, no restraint motherfucker that's going to, like, sure. do the worst thing possible for my health at any given moment. Right. Um. Anyway, so let's go back to yeah. pizza talk. Pizzas, yeah. So the pretzel pizza, like, was good, you said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um... <clears throat> So, Little Caesars, like, generally, you said there, Pizza Hut had that one good pizza. How do you feel about Pizza Hut? I used to love Pizza Hut when we were young. Yeah. Um, I think that Pizza Hut was, like, uh, so, I mean, obviously, one of the greatest things from our childhood was the Riff Personal Pan Pizza Award. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So, you would go... Um, you would, like, read books for the marking period. And would you have to read, like, 20 books or something like that, I think? Yeah, something like that. And when you read, when you, like, because your, your parent would have to initial your thing saying that you read this book. Right. So you'd come and you'd bring it into school, and they would give you a certificate for a personal pan pizza. Yep. And you would go to Pizza Hut. And this was back when Pizza Hut would bring the personal pan pizza out in, like, a, a, like a piping, like, I don't know, like, cast iron skillet mm-hmm. with your pizza on it. It was like mm-hmm. the presentation was amazing, and it smelled yeah. amazing. And it was like that Pizza Hut taste, which was mm-hmm. uh, like in, inimitable at the time. And you get one of those like red, like opaque cups with, you know, Coke and some ice. Oh, my God. It was so good. Man, I miss Pizza Hut back in the day. Yeah. I, I think they later adapted to like a kind of like a making like honor roll or something later on. Like they, they got rid of the, the reading books thing and just made it like honor roll or something like that. You brought in like some kind of honor roll report card or something and um but that was yeah that was like when i was like in middle school or something like that like at some point i think they they adopted that instead of the reading um but yes that was that was amazing remember that night that like we like randomly went to pizza hut like after like i think any of us had been to pizza hut in like many many years like it was like probably like oh three or oh four or something like that and we got Pizza Hut, and it was, like, the most amazing thing in the world, even though it was, like, we knew it was, like, kind of gross a little bit. Yeah, I remember. It was yeah. a good night. Yeah. yeah. We actually I don't think never... I've had Pizza Hut since, maybe. We we didn't go to Pizza Hut much, because we lived in Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the furthest that my father ever wanted to drive into Elkton was the Big Elk Mall. And even that was, like, asking a lot. Sure. So, so the two miles past that or a mile and a half past that was too Oh, much. yeah, it's not even. It's, like, a mile. Right. Um, yeah. And that if was that. If was, that. Like, I mean. It wasn't even any traffic or anything. Like, once you passed Big Elk Mall, it was just right. Pizza Hut. Right. Right. Well, you did have to contend with the Walmart at that point, maybe, like, for a while. Like, I mean, probably. Be, yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, because that was, like, was, 90 that was built or something. So it was, like, when you were the, a kid. The Sizzler, that the Sizzler was there. It was just a defunct drive-in when you were right and the sizzler right 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 um oh my god I used but to you had to make sizzler. that u-turn which like you know to get back 
Oh, yeah, to get back, yeah. yeah. But well, there was no traffic coming. There was nothing up that way. Oh, like, like it is now, all right? It's fucking, like, fields. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Domino's. What do you what do you think about What's your opinion of Domino's? I used to think Domino's was the worst delivery pizza, but mm-hmm. I actually think that Domino's is the best, like, chain delivery pizza now. Why? Um, Their thin crust is actually really pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got a nice, like, it's not like a cracker like it actually has some like bite to it like it doesn't just like flake apart in your mouth Mm -hmm. but it's thin enough where again it's not you're not like shoving like six pounds of dough in your fat fucking gullet like you actually can eat like four or five pieces of thin crust (laughs) and not feel like a monster okay um Um, and their their ingredients have gotten a lot better too in all honesty like they're mm -hmm. Their sauce is pretty good. Like their standard, like traditional marinara is, is good, and their ingredients are are, are good. Yeah. They use like fresh fresh vegetables and stuff. Um, I haven't had it in a, over a decade now, so I have no idea. Yeah, it used to it used to just be really. It was my least favorite. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because it was very plasticky. Like it was very manufactured. Yeah. Yes. And I guess that sometime around when McBistro was in existence, where people were like. You know, like most human beings don't want to spend, you know, money on like crap. Like they actually want to feel like they're getting something that's worth eating. Mm-hmm. Um, Domino's up their game. Um, but they do. Uh, I'm usually like sausage and jalapeno with um, Domino's. Okay. I, I, I love jalapeno peppers on a pizza. Um, sometimes I'll go with a banana pepper, but the jalapeno pepper is by far like my favorite hot like spicy pizza topping all right how how about um papa john's papa john's is weird because papa john's is fucking delicious the first slice of pizza you eat off of that pie like your first bite of papa john's like the combination of the way they melt their cheese and their sauce is just really good but papa john's is incredibly diminishing returns like every other piece you eat so after your first piece, like you're like, oh yeah, this is good. And you go to eat the second piece, you're like, oh, uh, this is all right, I guess. And then like by the time you're at that third piece, you're just kind of like, oh, this is fucking disgusting. Like what the hell? Okay. Um, um that was I the, also that was always my favorite. Like during like the 2000s period. Oh yeah. Well, remember like we used to order Papa John's. Oh yeah. Like, because when that one opened in Glasgow, like we were from Chuck's house, like right right on the edge of where papa john's would deliver sure so we could get them to deliver to us yeah um i think papa john's has the best stuffed crust pizza though like their um stuffed crust is really good and there's yeah it's better well it's better than the pizza hut um and i think i guess domino's adapted that at some point too right i think i had Domino's. i don't know i've never had a domino's stuffed crust i want i I think they adopt they adapted to that at some point of having one um, sincerely the only thing i order from domino's because domino's is also the like next to caesar's the least expensive pizza option for you mm-hmm. um because they have the 599 specials so mm-hmm. the okay. 599 mix and match where you can get like um because they have sandwiches they have uh pasta bowls um some other stuff uh, but i just Thin crust, five ninety nine, two times. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly go through some of these I'm not familiar with whatsoever. I'm just going through like the major like chains like in the country. Um, 
I think I've only been here once as pa- California Pizza Kitchen. Um, I actually think that place is fucking gross. Okay. I think it's super, incredibly overrated and there's like no taste to their food. Mm. California Pizza Kitchen is what some wispy wasp imagines pizza to be and not like what pizza actually should be. Yep, yeah, fuck the presents. Um Chuck E. Cheese. Um I have I have never I've never had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza, just so you know. Never in my I, life. I haven't had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza in like close to forty years. So So what what did you th- what do you remember? Like I mean pizza's pizza when it, Chuck E. Cheese pizza had really heavily melted gooey cheese. I remember that. Like when you would break mm-hmm. the slice of a Chuck E. Cheese off, like it was never a clean break. Like there was always like huge, like runners of cheese coming off of the slice next to it. And the pepperoni was really greasy. Hmm. Uh, uh, Sabaro. I've only ever eaten it. I used to eat Sabaro at the mall once in a while. Uh, I don't remember thinking it was that great. It was just convenient. And when I was traveling a lot, every once in a while, I would stop and eat a Sabaro. I remember Sabaro at the mall being um, very flowery. It's the, like the yeah, crust. No, you're right. Uh huh. Like, like too much. Like it's like like I had like chalk in my mouth or like you know like it, uh, like the the pizza wasn't bad like for like the the actual like but it's like once you got to that crust it was like you never wanted to eat the crust. I never wanted to eat the crust. So this is I'm put this out there for friend of the podcast Jason Easter to correct. Mm-hmm. My guess would be that because they mass produce their dough mm-hmm. that um. It's not kneaded enough, and it stays like too like sticky, and so they put flour on it to um, cut down on. He's like, either so it's easier for them to handle. In the future, he's either texting like right at this moment, or he's googling right at this moment. Like it's one of the two. Like or one like, before the of, other. Maybe it's like some kind of weird time shift type thing that's happening right now at some point, like um, in the future. Um, so a couple of that I. Uno Pizzeria? Do you know? Have you ever been? Yeah, Pizzeria. Um, there used to be one. There was an Uno in. Well, there was a Pizzeria Uno down in um, Bel Air, near the Harford Mall. Okay. Um. It later became something else. Uh. Anyway, I just it's. I mean, it was good. It was fine. It was just like um. The cheesecake factory of pizza places so mm. just like okay 10 million calories in every bite and um i mean it it tasted good what's the place up in newark um in the shopping mall what what, what is the name of that is that like a more grottos like, grottos yeah is that more of like a east coast thing like do i you don't know? know i'm like it's not listed in like kind of like the major u.s based chains here but, isn't it uh, isn't it like not even east coast isn't it like local to us because there, there's maybe. grottos at the beach and then there's that grottos in um i think there's a lot of grottos but it was founded in rehoboth beach delaware so 62 years ago i just yeah see so it's like um okay um so i haven't been to grottos in a minute but um i i think that pizza is pretty good yeah i, I the only thing i yeah i haven't obviously i haven't even a long time. I remember that being like a little like uh like flowery too for some reason, like in the crust. Um But uh and I guess let's just go to like a couple like for our 
what like kind of like a tri-state peeps although mm. when i was in jersey they talked about the tri-state and i was like hold on a second and it's like and then i googled tri-state like you know and there's all kinds of tri-states it just depends on where you live right like i didn't realize like that like new york connecticut and jersey was also tri-state called the tri-state right yeah. it's like i mean it makes sense look but but in terms of like the maryland delaware pa like um tri-state like um i i prefer more local to things include, i prefer to not include pennsylvania in our tri-state thank you well, the, there's some people that include parts of Pennsylvania in that tri-state of no. Jersey, Connecticut, New York. Oh, well, they can do that. You can lump those assholes all together. But um, our tri-state is the Delmarva. Thank you. So we're Del- <laughs> Del- Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Uh, okay. Um, where we live, though, it's like the three states that connect each Delaware, other. Delaware, PA, is... Maryland. Right. right. So I'm saying, so in this like like little region, um out of like the more local things that we have <coughs> we have like you know not that it doesn't have other chains but like up in philly stuff, but it's like pats yeah um, pats the, is, old, um, the old ninos that is now casinos casinos and then it's like we have franks and northeast like you know seasons like, seasons right we have um so out of like the local stuff what's your feelings real quick ah <sighs> You know my um, casino story, right? With the bugs, how I can never eat casinos again. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think casinos has the best food out of all of them. Um, especially in terms of like, you know, this isn't pizza, but like their cheesesteaks and stuff are the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pat's is the most inconsistent by far. Like, I think that you can get. I would make that argument with all of Pat's food, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like just yeah. in general, like yeah. you can get a, you can get a thing from Pat's today, and you mm-hmm. will say, "Oh my god, this place is amazing!" And then you can get the same thing in a week, and it'll be like it came from a completely different restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with their pizza, like, and I don't understand that. And I guess it's because even though it's a franchise, it's like independently owned by the people that own the franchise, right? And I don't think that they make them adhere to a, um like a standard recipe so mm-hmm. it's like their sauce is different a lot like you'll have like really wildly different experiences with the sauce um even like the way the cheese melts and the toppings and stuff can be really different so it's just really strange right um, but i mean pat's is like i think in this area probably everyone's go-to option um it's almost like a panic response if somebody says what do you want to get to eat it's like oh my god pats that's right yeah right. um their square pizzas like party like square party pizzas back in like the 80s and 90s oh yeah Fantastic. amazing yeah dude that yes. used to be like when when you're when your mom or dad would be like hey yeah you want to get a square pizza you're like oh my uh, god i want like this square si- pizza. Uh, the 16 piece like square yeah. pizza. yeah and then like you like you'd open it up and everybody was just like like everybody had their favorite like part of the pizza to get from like my mom loves crust so she would want like one of the corners mm-hmm. so i would wait for her to take a corner and then my dad likes a little like crust but a little less yeah so then he would take like a side piece like one of the top or bottom and so then that would leave me free to swoop in and take a center piece that had no crust mm-hmm. so all i was getting was like four sides of fucking runny ass cheese and sauce uh-huh like spiraling down my fat yeah. fucking <laughs> forearms like cram that shit in my mouth <laughs> and we would get we would get half half pepperoni half cheese because my mom is not a toppings fan 
really. Mm. Mm. Um, we'll get to that real quick. But as um, what do you about th- think about Frank's Pizza like in Northeast? I think Frank's is overrated. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that classic Frank's when we were when I was in high school, Frank's Pizza was the best pizza um, around here, like by a mile. And yeah. their their pizza reminded me of like pizza from when I was a child, which was like a slightly crispy thin crust with just enough like round like edge crust to hold on to, um, and then. I guess they cooked it at a higher temperature in like a really hot oven because the cheese melted more evenly and it would like perfectly like sear like the pepperoni on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I used to love going to Frank's and getting a slice of pizza and a milkshake, man. It was amazing. Yeah. There's a, there's a common theme developing is that it all used to be better um, at one point, but what else is around here? Did I say? Oh, seasons. What do you think about seasons? Seasons is good. Yeah. Um, I, seasons, seasons is like a good base, like I think. I actually think Seasons is better for um, their other food than they are for uh, pizza. Hmm. Um, and their pizza is okay. Like it's it it their pizza is good, but I prefer Seasons. Um, like entree choices. Hmm. Seasons actually does a rib meal, like a rack of ribs. Yeah. And I get it with um, rice and steamed broccoli. Mm-hmm. And then I get the extra cup of sauce and I pour the sauce on the rice and mix it up with the broccoli and eat that together. Mm-hmm. And the ribs are fucking delicious. So hmm. um, I think if I had I, to like order pizza from someplace that could like kind of like just satisfy, not please, but satisfy everybody around here, like I think I could just go with seasons and everybody would just be like, it's, it's at least fine. Like, um, I, that's why I said, I mean, it's like a good base. Like, I don't think anybody would be like turned off by seasons, but also like not like super into seasons. Right. It's not going to be your favorite, but if you get seasons pizza, it's going to be fine. Right. All right. So any, I know you've like traveled a lot for like work and shit like that. Like, you know, any, like any like random ones, like Godfather pizza, anything you've had that like sticks out to you like anywhere? Um, Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza is probably my favorite semi-local pizza. That's the place that's up in, um, well, there's like one in Wilmington and one in Philly, but there's one off of uh, Limestone Road in oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. Greenville, maybe that is, or Hillcastle up at that point. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. up off Limestone. Um, so they have the actual like, like coal stoked like brick ovens. Mm-hmm. so they get almost like a like a char on the bottom of the crust but it never tastes like burn um so when you eat it like i don't know it's anthony's cold fire is the closest thing that i've ever come to the we had a place near my house when i was a kid called roma's pizza oh yeah roma's um, good uh-huh. And it was I no, I mean like a kid in Baltimore. This isn't like Roma's here. Oh, it's this not the Roma's here. Okay. But amazing, like the best pizza. And there was a pizza place, and I can't remember what it was called. It was at the White Marsh Mall. And it was like cat a corner to the arcade. Mm-hmm. Um and I would get pizza there when I, I would go to the mall with my aunt. Um and it was uh 
it was really good and that's kind of like what anthony's coal fire actually the closest thing to that around here is casino's cauliflower crust pizza um is very similar to like the way the cheese melts the texture and taste of the crust um it comes the closest i think to maculating that bigfoot's pizza is pretty decent um that's a place that's kind of local to here uh, I'm not a fan of Bella's very much. Like, everybody loves Bella's, but I think mm-hmm. the Bella's is just kind of, um, it's very crass. I don't know. Like, it's, I'm, I'm not a fan of Bella's pizza. It's, it's, it's too much. It's like what you say, like, flowery dough. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Bella's, let's get Bella's. But you know what? Everything I get from Bella's is subpar. So, fuck Bella's. So, um, as you didn't remind me with Anthony's. Um, last one I'll ask you about, and we'll move on to like another subtopic real quick is, uh, Bertucci's. And I never got pizza from Bertucci's. I don't have any. Oh, you always got like Italian meat, like just like entrees and stuff like that? Yeah, they had a um a primavera that had um chicken and peas and just fresh vegetables. It was I remember, amazing. Yeah, I remember you getting that, yeah. yeah Actually, okay. the thing I love the most from Bertucci's was they did a an appetizer that was a fire roasted tomato pan with like fresh parmesan on top. Hmm. And you would get like um like toast points to dip in it kind of um and it was so delicious. All right, some quick things I wanna ask you about. Like other than like, you know, uh traditional pizza sauce, like how do you feel about like uh barbecue pizzas? Fun, disgusting. Yeah? Yes, you don't, you don't like it. like any of like no, the no. Nah. No. It's fucking gross. You you may as well just like squirt a bottle of ketchup in your mouth, you disgusting <laughs> monster. Like it's fucking Barbecue sauce on a pizza is disgusting. Okay. Um, what about white pizzas? You like white pizzas? No, no. What? I got in an argument with somebody the other day. <laughs> this woman who claims to be like of Italian heritage talking uh-huh. about this goddamn white pizza that she loved. Uh-huh. I told her she was a fucking heathen. White pizza is disgusting. So and it's only like. <laughs> so it's only tomato sauce. Like that's uh, like the only base. Like some sort of that's, tomato. That's, that's what a that's what a pizza is. You can't you can't like evolve the pizza like in any way no. like other than with the sauce like you can at all just call it, it in your call mind. it something and they call it something else. Yeah, number one, white pizza tastes disgusting, and white pizza has things that do not belong on a pizza on it consistently. You know what? You know what's on a white pizza all the time that's fucking gross. What that is not a pizza topping, tomato. Like people that put like tomato on a pizza. You're getting the tomato in the sauce, you idiot. Like, put something else on the pizza. Like, a tomato does not belong on a fucking pizza. Oh, okay. Man, my dad used to get tomato and onion on a pizza. And I would eat it because he was paying for it and he was the boss. I don't like tomato on pizza, but yeah. Like, it's just because it gets all wilty and weird and like. The the texture of it is like slimy in your mouth. It's like, ah. So, white pizza has usually broccoli and spinach and tomato. And none of those fucking things belong on a goddamn pizza. And then you don't even get the deliciousness of a pizza like sauce. You just get that fucking weird ass, whatever the hell it is, ricotta and oil nonsense. Ah, fucking fuck a white pizza. Okay. I want you to I want you to hear out and then grade my occasional white pizza technique, which is not really like a white pizza, I don't think, but like technically, but um so olive oil right i'm listening <laughs> like grilled onion 
Do you grill right. the onion or you just put the onion on the pizza and bake it? No, no, no. I, gr- I grill it and then put it on the pizza. Like, I doubt this claim, but okay. No, I do. And then, like, um, sliced ham. Okay. Like, we're like really small, like, slices of like, like a ham steak kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, right. Fine. Okay. Um, and then I just take, because I, I can only do like, you know, with shredded cheese, I can only do like the craft kind of shit because it's like lactose free. So then I just take, um, like the Italian blend and just like, and I don't like fill it like the entire thing up. I just like kind of like, it's, it's not heavy, like, you know, but I like just sprinkle it on top and, then it's like you know something like either like sometimes i use red pepper flakes like sometimes i use like italian seasoning a little bit like you know and and that that's it that's it is that better than the no what? i mean i mean it, it sounds like it would taste fine but it's not pizza you ain't making a pizza <laughs> it's just just white dude just white what what is on it? a pizza it's a flatbread i guess i don't know okay white well, fi- okay that's fine uh, you clarified it all right that's cool. Um, I'm pizza, fine with that. I'm fine pizza, with that opinion, then. To call something a pizza means that it has to have, like, in my opinion, a very specific uh-huh. set of, like, base ingredients. Uh-huh. And one of those things is a red sauce. Okay. Like a All traditional right. red tomato sauce. And you can, like, alter that slightly. You know, maybe you make it a little spicier or a little sweeter, depending on what toppings you're going for. Mm-hmm. But, motherfucker, like, it gotta be on that fucking crust. You know? And then I... So it's like um, tomato pie, you know. Nobody's calling a tomato pie a pizza, but it basically is a pizza. There's just no cheese on it, right? It's just a right fat or or fucking... or or some like very light parmesan, like on top. Depends. Everybody makes tomato pies different, it seems. But it's like yeah, yeah. Some some. Oh, some what's parmesan. that place that we used to get tomato pies from, though? Remember the name uh, of that place? What was that place called? Amalfi's. Um, yeah, Amalfi's. Right. Amalfi's. Yeah. That was that was good. That was good tomato pie. Yeah, their tomato pie was good. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they. But still again, exist. I I enjoy a tomato pie, right? Because to me, a tomato pie is a completely separate thing from a pizza. Sure, you can enjoy a tomato pie without you know fucking like bastardizing yourself by calling it a goddamn pizza. Have some self respect. I don't know. <laughs> um. All right, like, how do you, you know what? <laughs> I enjoy taco pizza. Yeah. But I don't think of it as a pizza. To me, it's just taco, taco it's pie. Thing. Right. It's taco pie. Or like this place, um, Pizza Tower down in Perryville. They do a, it's almost like a stromboli pizza, but it's like a cheesesteak inside. Fucking delicious. Not a pizza. Oh, yeah. Seasons does something like that where they call it like, yeah, I can't remember, like a stuff. A stuffed yeah, pizza like a, or something a like that. Stuffed cheese. It's, it's a fucking like, stromboli, like motherfucker. It's a giant, disgusting stromboli. Oh, for your giant, disgusting. Yeah, customer. but it's like it just has like yeah, it's like it's shaped like a pizza, like in slices. But it's like just like a stromboli that you've just like cut like a pizza, like a round stromboli that you cut like a pizza. Look, it's still good. Um, but um, so I think and I think fine, we covered everything. Pizza. Um, I think you've like you know you know everything. used to be really good. Yeah. Um, Dominic's when they were in People's Plaza, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the plaza, yeah, mm-hmm. they did a pizza turnover, which they just took a whole like large circular right. cheese pizza, 
and folded it in on itself and then baked it like that. So you would cut it and you were basically right. eating like two slices of pizza in one. Right. And it was fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. But it was still, that's not a pizza. Anyway. Do you know my wife was working there when you were probably ordering there from the movie theater all the time? That one in People's Plaza? Yep. yep. I think that she's told me that she's worked there before, but I don't think I ever made the connection. Yeah. I mean, I was a manager, so I would just send someone to get my pizza. So right, I yeah. probably was not in there too frequently. But yeah, no, like she worked for many, many years with like Dominic himself, like you know, because that was the original like store that they had. Um, yeah, I think that covers everything. How do you feel about um, like all everything? So it's like you know. Like the the vegetarian pizza, the meat lovers pizza. Like, um, I think they're all kind of obscene. I mean, the, so the problem is when you put too many toppings on a pizza, it becomes unmanageable. Like, it's mm-hmm. just going to fall apart on you, and then you're just picking ingredients off of your plate because all the cheese slid off because there's only so much like surface tension that cheese can hold before it just slides off the sauce. You know, it's like putting a fucking greased up hippopotamus on like an ice slide like it ain't gonna stay there for long yeah or something. so there's a couple of websites i saved from earlier this evening that i i'm just now, now that i know like your feelings on a white pizza i'm gonna like skip some of this stuff right so it's like but i there's a couple of that i do want to get your opinion on the possibility of right um of like different combos so the first one is it's traditional red sauce all right so okay um Goat cheese, caramelized onions, roasted pear, and a balsamic drizzle. That sounds good. That's not a pizza. It does. It's not a pizza? No. It has a red sauce, though. I don't care. So Spaghetti, so, spaghetti has red sauce, motherfucker. Is it a pizza? So, so okay. So, now I'm asking your definition now. Like, what else has to go on pizza to be a pizza? A cheese that will melt evenly, which is not goat cheese. I mean the the it looks it looks I mean it's, it's like they're the drizzling same. the goat cheese, but it's like, you know, kind of like they're like, like it's light, but it's like it's it's melting well enough, it looks like. Right. So I make a thing with pizza dough where I do <laughs> something similar, like roasted uh-huh. red onion and asparagus and squash sometimes, you know. And I'm not making a pizza. I'm making like a rustic tart or something. I don't know. He's what about, what, me what, what about a feta cheese that. like on top of it? Would no, that melt well no, 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 no. It has to be a sliced, I don't know, like mozzarella, parmesan, cheddar, whatever, but something that will melt evenly on the top of the pizza. Hmm. Okay. And honestly, it probably should just be mozzarella, but I'm willing to like seed that you could use like some cheddar or some parmesan on that bitch. Maybe some like shredded jack be all right. Right. So, okay, here here's something um that I never heard of before. I wanted to get your opinion on. Shrimp and mushroom. Disgusting. I fucking hate like seafood on a pizza. I hate shrimp on a pizza. It's gross. It's not a pizza. It's, that doesn't belong there. The mushroom's fine. <laughs> um 
how do you feel about jalapeno? I mean, now we're on the toppings now, kind of. So this is the final segment, kind of. Like it's like, what about jalapeno on a pizza? Like, you think that can work in some way? I already, I already said like sixteen times that jalapeno is like my favorite topping on a pizza. You ain't paying attention to this podcast. We've been gone like fucking forty five minutes on on pizzas, Frank. Like I, I like jalapeno, pineapple, spicy Italian sausage. That's a delicious pizza to me. What about what if I uh, so here would be my thing with jalapeno that I was thinking about earlier is like you're gonna shit on this like uh, what about bacon and jalapeno bacon oh, yeah, onion bacon onion jalapeno incredible it's a okay. delicious combination I've right. had that many okay. times oh okay right. bacon um, is a fantastic pizza top these people do yellow peppers onion bacon jalapeno with Monterey Jack. I, th- I think that might be fine. I think that the difference in the banana pepper and the jalapeno would kind of be off-putting a little bit because I think you need to have one or the other. I think that both is like they're just different like spices. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the banana, like banana pepper, onion, and I don't know, um, mushroom maybe might be delicious because then you get like the vinegary like tartness of the banana pepper along with like the savoriness of the onion and the fungi fungi-ness of the mushroom or whatever the fuck the umami okay. mushroom. I, don't, I don't know the fuck mushroom tastes like but it's delicious <laughs> these sick fucks took um boneless hot wings and like kind of sliced them and just put them on top of pizza with like a red sauce and yeah cheese yeah I mean, I like chicken on a pizza sometimes. I do too. I mean, I like chicken and an onion, like um, yeah. And I'll even eat a little bit of um, because I don't like. I'm not the biggest fan of green pepper in the world, depending on the dish. But um, I I with that, I would even eat some green pepper on a pizza, which I'm not a big fan of green pepper on a pizza. But um, uh, I used to love green pepper on a pizza, but I've kind of turned on it. I guess in the past like ten or fifteen years. Um oh they don't say how they do this. Fuck. I tried to make a I, I saw something online a long time ago making a breakfast pizza and I did it one time and it was like I won't say it was bad because it wasn't bad, but it was the m- most gluttonous this like I didn't I didn't feel good about myself after I did it. Like this is like right after I developed lactose intolerance. Um, like I was like looking for new things and I like tried it. And um I like basically it's like I ate one slice of it and I was like full and felt like a gross fucker um for doing it. Um so that's not a pizza to you, right? Like it has no, no red sauce to it. Like it's a breakfast casserole. Okay. Um I mean I think that's probably delicious, but I would not call it a pizza. Yeah, I think the people that call things that aren't pizza pizza are trying to trick other people that wouldn't normally eat the thing they're trying to make into eating that thing because they're like, oh, it's a pizza. <laughs> right. This is why you need to talk to the fucking social media consultant is because you see those things. You know what I've been doing recently is I've been cooking my over easy eggs in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, the past like two times I've cooked eggs. Yeah. Um, And they come out really good and they have like the yolk is like almost perfect inside them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so i can imagine like putting that on a crust and mm-hmm. cracking a couple eggs and having some like um slightly pre-cooked bacon on there and maybe mm-hmm. uh some like some breakfast sausage that, that that would be you know yeah sprinkle some some sharp cheddar like all among that be pretty good yes sharp and cheddar would yeah cheddar is what i use when i when i did it yeah um but not a fucking pizza. And just like the topping for it, just 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 a, just a little bit of a little bit of syrup just a little bit of syrup just like yeah, just, yeah that'd be good yeah yeah it's, it's a um, good combination I haven't done it in like since 2012, but um, I haven't owned syrup in I don't know probably a decade. You don't are you you don't like eat like pancakes or waffles or do I you put applesauce. Apple. I'm gonna be honest, Frank. I I I don't know this practice. You, you put applesauce on the pancakes or yeah, waffles? Yeah, because I'm, I'm diabetic. You fuck like I can't eat no syrup on anything. I die. Or I'd have to get some like sugar free syrup, and then why? why live life if you're just going to live like that so hmm. i like the i like the cold crunch of the applesauce mixed with like the heat and softness of the um pancake waffle waffles hmm. i like to put um i like jelly on waffles yeah same here like some yeah. kind of like preserve yeah um a little bit of butter a little bit of preserve which probably just as bad as the syrup but it makes me not feel yeah so we we do like waffles so li- we do breakfast food so little that it's like and neither of us use jelly for anything else so it's like i never use jelly on waffles if we do them because like we never have any jelly because the jelly just eventually like just doesn't taste very good after a while because it's so infrequent that we do anything but um like and i don't think jelly like i know it has like an expiration date. I don't think it lasts. Like after it's in the refrigerator for too long, like even with like all of this long expiration date, it doesn't taste the same to me. Agreed. Yeah. I think that if you don't use your jelly within like two weeks of opening it, that you might as well just throw that jelly away. I don't like anything that can get like a like a skin. Not the jelly really gets the skin, but it gets like a tactile like yes feel to it after too long. Agreed. Yeah. I also don't trust anything once it's been open, so that's just my own personal like idiosyncrasy, I guess. Gotcha. Like I, um, I opened salsa two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what I made, but um, I made myself some nachos tonight, and um, the salsa, mind you, two weeks old. Like, and I looked at the expiration date, and it's like twenty twenty four. And I was really, like, I had a lot of trepidation about eating that salsa. Like, I had to, like, open it up and smell it and take, like, a tiny taste to make sure that that salsa was still, like, legit. Because I had this idea that it's been sitting for two weeks. It's got to be bad. Right. No, I get that. Like, I uh, salsa has to go within, like, five days. Um, you want to know something disgusting? I'm not going to call this person out by name. But, um... Someone I used to know would buy Chinese food, yeah, and would buy like two or three like individual like Chinese like food meals, mm-hmm. and eat little bits of each of it, and then yeah. put it in the microwave and leave it overnight, and then eat it the next day. <laughs> so it would legit like let that shit sit for twenty four hours, and then come no. back and eat it. Again. No, no. And I would always tell no. him like, "You're gonna get like some kind of fucking disease." Like, you sure. Just leave food sitting there, like, sure. "Oh, it's fine. It's cooked." <laughs> that's the kind of person who eats a white goddamn pizza 
you know who loves white pizza is my son yeah so i can't be i usually can't be too um uh negative about white pizza yeah Yeah. but man and i'm judging you so hard inside if you order a white pizza (laughs) like seriously if you have the choice to order anything anything you want from a like a, a restaurant out like a chain a pizza place or whatever and what you choose is motherfucking white pizza like I'm letting you take all of the blame for all this. Look, I agree with you in principle. Like, like even if you're trying to like, like here's the thing: is like if anybody's trying to like watch their like weight or carbs or anything, not, it doesn't make any sense. Like to me personally, again, this is subjective, but it's like the the pizza with a red sauce. And look, I'm I'm fine with some bar some barbecue pizzas, but it's like you know, like I. Any any of those things like make so much more sense than the white pizza. Like if you're trying, like if it's like, for any reasons, like you know, for health reasons, like the amount of fucking carbs you're taking in still, like with a pizza right. crust, like it do- it doesn't make any sense. It's like and if like I think if you prefer the white pizza, like taste wise, eh, eh, like yeah, there's some silent judgment probably going on there, but um. Listen. There's plenty of people that like don't like spices or seasoning, and I really feel bad for those people and how they have to live their lives. Because, although you know, in the end, like maybe it's better for off for you. And eh, maybe who knows? I mean, you got who knows? Who knows it? The flavor ain't one. Did you hear that? Um, last thing I'll ask you tonight. Um, because I thought it was like I don't care about like you know scientific breakthroughs whatsoever did you hear about the nuclear fusion thing no what happened uh some american science firm like basically like got more energy um out than they put in um today it's not it's it's like enough what did i read to 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 boil 10 kettles of water um but they got they got more so it's like Um, but I mean, I mean, shit, I mean, if that, if they, if they, if they got it, then it's like, what, 15, 20 years, probably before, like, they got clean energy, whatever, Elon Musk will buy it, you'll have to be verified to use it. (laughs) That guy's a fucking disaster, yeah, um, he's the worst, yes, fucking, like, whatever. Um. All right, I liked pizza chat, food chat. It was longer longer than I expected it to be. <laughs> right. I'm excited to see what food chat is next week. Uh underground. I got it. I got it. Is it about right. tubers? Are we gonna talk about tubers? Like, what's my favorite potato? May maybe maybe maybe. Um, gonna, we, I think I got feed it. We gonna feed a little life with some dried tubers. I got it. Fucking just pulling the chip, Frank. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for listening to um the anti penultimate episode of the Spin Chagrin. Um, and our continued food chat twenty twenty two. So um, we'll be back next week with underground menaces and then for episode 50 our final episode we'll be back with abnormal superheroes um thank you for listening and have a good week
induces 